Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Pattison. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen we are here to drop knowledge cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way welcome to through thick and skin podcast my name is Megan Patterson and I'm Aaron Jensen and we are on episode number 25 changing it up a little bit I came down to the beach to join my sister she's here at the Newport Beach office and I just grabbed her uh, in between some clients and I also wanted to take advantage of our very, very special guest today, Miss Jermaine Nichols. Welcome. Woo-hoo! Hello, hello, everybody. So we're going to get to know her a little bit better today. Um, but just to kind of give you guys, uh, you know, a little a little teaser as to Miss Jermaine, we're going to dive right into it. I'm so excited <laughs> to have her on the show. You've been on my hit list. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Since I first met you, I, I made this dream list of guests. And then I discovered that you also had your own podcast. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I know she wouldn't be afraid of the microphone. No, not at all. Like, you give me a microphone or you just give me somewhere to talk. And I'm like, oh, my God, just let me do it. Okay, perfect. (laughs) So this is going to be a fun, fun episode. So just to give you guys a little, if you've never heard of Jermaine Nichols, she um, is a local gal, born and raised in Long Beach, right? Mm -hmm. LBC. Yep. And she actually began her career in makeup artistry. I sure did. Okay. I love this, too. I'm throwing it I'm out there. You up. Yes. <laughs> this girl did her homework. She's like, let me just do a little Google Google. Yes. <laughs> Megan is the best hype woman you could ever have. I'm I feel very lucky number to have one Megan. fan. Girl, if life, Corona lucky. didn't ruin our lives, you would come with me everywhere. Let's I, do it. Thank you. Thank you for real. If like we could actually go out to places, I'd be right by your side being like, that's my best friend, our best friend, our best friend. But for real, Vanessa Lee said the same thing. She's like, wow, Megan, you make me sound so amazing. I'm like, well, because you are. I'm just spitting facts. So Jermaine is from Long Beach. She started off as a makeup artist, Mm -hmm. but then you became a model yourself. Yes. Right. And so um, really quickly, just... uh, We'll we'll get into how you got discovered, and I'm just so curious about that world because I think I secretly want to be a model. (laughs) I secretly do. Yeah, I think I'm a little too mature, and I could probably ask Jermaine her opinion. Like I'm treating you like a model scout right now, but I think I I actually could be one. But it's okay. Like I actually feel like my life is moving in completely different directions, not necessarily away from modeling or the industry right now, but just. I'm trying to feed and fuel my own soul. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and whether that's through modeling or through motivational speaking yeah. or because that's I mean, this is I'm just getting on the layers of right. Jermaine. So right. started off as a makeup artist, mm-hmm. model. Yes. But also motivational speaker. Yes. You also show other people how to walk through this journey yes. of self-love, of self-acceptance, mm-hmm. finding your, your truest happiness, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Because yeah. I know you did some events where before COVID when we could get in gatherings. Yes. Um, it's actually been a, a little over a year, like maybe a year, almost and a half. Well, I guess, yeah, because we're in August already. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I feel like this year, my brain. Uh, I know. It felt like just yesterday it was March mm-hmm. when we were like right. baking sourdough. <laughs> and I, watching go, I could go back to March. Yeah, me Tiger too. King. Fat I would unemployment. Love, actually, you know, going back to Tiger King sounds real good. Totally. If that was the only worries we had. Like, I am so down. That was the era when you're Where, like, I'm cooking. What happened with the murder hornets, though? Yes. Like, oh. they came in and then left real quick. And yeah, like, no, no, no. We got to make room for aliens. And, so, and like a monsoon or something. You know well, what I mean? Well, yeah, the hurricane over Godzilla. on the East Coast. Yeah. 
There's, yeah. you know, what's next? Godzilla. So Godzilla. Yeah. That sounds that sounds on brand. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think so. Get a giant gorilla. I actually like saw that. a meme about that the other day. It was like, "What's that rumble? Is it thunder off in the distance?" <laughs> oh no, it's Godzilla. <laughs> what else? I mean, come on. What yeah. would you expect from 2020? Right. Nothing yeah, less. Exactly. <laughs> so you um, and then you also do some blogging as well. And yes. I know you dabble in a little cooking. I definitely dabble in some cooking. So yes. what don't you do? Is there anything you don't do? Do you roller skate? No. Okay. Okay. So, so that's what we that. could do. We could go. We could go roller skating. I can teach. You I how to roller do skate. not roller skate. That has actually been something I've been wanting to learn how to do because I think after Beyonce's blow video, yes. I was like, I need to be up in this roller skating rink in this cute little outfit, doing my little moves, yes, like, and I am so yes. clumsy. Oh, okay. it is and so hard to, hard to find roller skates right now. Yeah, it's everyone's They're trying all sold to. Out. Yeah, everywhere because it's kind of like a great you know quarantine activity mm -hmm. because you can do it outside. Yeah, a lot of people want to kind of like relive their eighth grade year yeah. or something. Yeah. I've never stopped living my eighth grade year. I still skate. <laughs> do you know Megan carries them in her trunk oh, anywhere she goes? Wow, yeah, no that's joke. amazing. Blue roller skates. Funny story. All I the time. Was skating. Um, I went skating two days ago. And it's been a while because I had to get new brakes, like new stoppers. Mm. Well, I apparently didn't screw one off tight. <laughs> no. So I was rolling down the hill in my zone and wind just a boop, pops off and rolls off. And there's this person in a car like on their phone and I like almost eat shit and I like catch my brake. And I'm like, I apologize to this person for like embarrassing myself in front of them. I'm like, I'm sorry I ate it catching my brake, but my brake rolled off into the street. But um, it's really fun. You were OK. Yeah. Yes. Good. And I love a good roller rink like. World on Wheels in L.A., Wednesday nights, the bomb. Nice. Hip-hop nights. So it's like, it's it's young, but it's also grown at the same time. Yeah. Um, but outdoor in Long Beach, there's a huge roller skate community in Long Beach. If you've noticed there that is? by the beach. Yes. A lot of like women-owned roller skating shops out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, there is one. I do know there's like Moxie or something. Yes. But I think that they just moved because, you know, this time is. There's a lot yes. of stuff that's moving stuff and changing. happening. Yeah. Well, that kind of leads to my next topic for yeah. you. So let's just jump right into it. Yeah. Like, for, so your podcast, you have your own podcast. I do. And Ascended it's called Queens. Ascended Queens. Yes. yes. And it's with your friend Jessica. My friend Jessica. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what brought you guys together to do your own podcast? Gosh, well, it's weird. So me and Jessica, like to try not to be very long winded about this, like me and Jessica have known each other for a few years and I actually do not remember meeting her. And normally I am somebody that remembers every detail. Mm -hmm. I don't remember meeting her. It's like some kind of way she just randomly migrated into my life and then we became really amazing friends. Yep. And so she's super spiritual and super deep like me and we had these deep long conversations and we had them for like years. And I'm like, why are we not doing a podcast? Because yeah. we say some dope shit to each other, but nobody else is hearing this stuff. Yeah. So I feel like other people, like when we have conversations, like, yeah, that's really cool that you guys are talking about that. Like, why don't you share it with the world? And, and so I'm very much out there like in terms of personality personality like obviously i was a makeup artist i was a mo i'm a model i was saying was yeah i think because i'm the starting power to of words i know i gotta switch mm -hmm. i gotta correct that because i still need to get my money <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um but yeah so um i'm very like out there outgoing jessica is a little more reserved mm -hmm. she's kind of shy and quiet but very calm very like she's like the zen one of us you yeah. know what i mean and i'm like the crazy one that's like no fuck this shit stop acting crazy do this do that like i tell i'm like the one that like tells it like it is i'm spiritual too but i'm like i'm gonna spiritually spiritually lay it into that ass yeah it's so nice to have that balance because i find a lot of times podcasts are all one-sided yeah. but it's nice when you can have that banter with each other and yeah. show 
both of you. And you can hear it in the voices. Yeah. Like when I first yeah. heard the the podcast, I was like, I immediately know who Jermaine was. Yeah, because like, I'm I like get... the loud one, and she's like, "Hi, this is you know, hi and welcome. This is Jessica." Mm-hmm. It's like she's got this phone sex operator <laughs> voice. It's real sexy. It's real soft, and like she she's just like a gem of the world. I love that girl so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Definitely check them out. I mean, I do. I had I did one solo episode where I talked about self love and self confidence. Mm-hmm. And what I love about your um, your podcast is that you do like energy checks. Yes. And it's kind of like you guys check in with each other, mm-hmm. and it's every couple weeks. So we've been able to see the arc and the progress of like yeah. March to May. Mm-hmm. You know, like when all the stuff was happening in the world, every like along the way, you guys showed up yeah. and spoke your truths. And I just, I love the way you pitched it because it wasn't just an episode ruminating like on the murder of George Floyd. Yeah. You guys talked about how you were navigating that. Yeah. How how were you showing up? How are you creating space? How are you like bestowing your gifts upon the other people? I love that that's the episode that you listened to because so a little, I guess, secret um, that we filmed that we recorded that twice. So we Mm. recorded one first. Yeah. And um, it just because it was so raw mm-hmm. and everything had just happened, like I feel like we were just not in a state to really like talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't mm-hmm. recognize it and we still just like attacked it. And you know, this is a great lesson for life too, is that yeah. sometimes we wanna show up because that's like our job and we're supposed to be doing specific things. Yeah. Um, but sometimes we need to learn to like take a step back, take care of ourselves, do some internal napping or resting or healing or whatever it is. And then when we're ready energetically or just ready um, with our peace of mind, then yep. we can attack it in a different way. So like we did that and it just, the second time around, it just resonated so much and it was so much more beautiful. Mm-hmm. First time, it just felt, it just didn't feel like it was us. And so yeah. I didn't feel like, I was like, we can't put this out. Yeah, and with these type of things, you don't want it to feel forced. It has to be organic yeah. and you have to be ready for it. I and love maybe that. you needed that one one that one that run through yeah. to just mm-hmm. get it out. Yeah, we've actually done that a couple times. There was one time, this is before we actually took a break, because uh, we took a break and intended to not come back with our podcast until like maybe around now, like, because we were going to do some video content, all different kinds of things, like work on planning mm-hmm. an event. And uh, yeah, well, Corona. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what that I mean? little thing. Yeah, that, that big old wrench. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. I hate Corona. She's such a bitch. Like, yeah, what is her problem? Just a boner killing. Right. Yes, wet blanket. Right. Like, what did we do really... to you? But, but also on your podcast, what you guys talk about, which definitely resonates with me, is just like wh- we want to we want to like get so angry and like, why? I should have mm-hmm. gotten married mm-hmm. this year. I should have graduated high school this year. I should have watched my baby graduate from this out or the other. Like all these reasons why, but you guys yeah. are like, this is happening for a reason. And your yep. your mindset, I, it's very aligned. Yeah. I can definitely, it definitely resonates. So if you guys want to hear some like very real, authentic, um, kind of like check-ins with an optimistic twist, you know, like an optimi- yeah. optimistic viewpoint, definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Definitely check out the energy checks um, on Ascended Queens. Um, and it's on Spotify, it's on Apple. Oh. All listening platforms. You yes. can find it anywhere. <laughs> yes, for sure. So um, so let's go back. I want to find out. Okay, so let's just explain how I met you. Yes. Okay. Um, so back in the day when we first started the treatment, Aaron, tell them how it was. Who were the employees? What was my job? It was Megan. Exactly. <laughs> it. 
I did everything Janitor but inject. Megan. I was the baker, Front the desk. candlestick maker, the janitor, the the booker, the cleaner, the trash man. I did everything. The so planter. When, yeah, yes, everything. I was a gardener. Yes, so <laughs> in the beginning, when I was packaging up all these mint masks and products and stuff, I um, I I keep track because I for me like anybody that buys anything from our business. I'm like, I send a little blessing with it because mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you. I love like somebody that. just spent twenty, thirty dollars of their hard-earned dough. Yeah. And I, you know, like it was just so mind-blowing to me that there were people out there in the beginning, like finding us and spending money. So you were just, you found us somehow, yeah. and you bought a mask. And I always look at the cities, and I'm like, oh, cool, she's <laughs> a local gal. She lives in Long Beach. Yeah. And I sent it off, and I didn't think anything of it. And then we get tagged in a picture, and it's you in the mint mask, and it, <laughs> and it was your name, which is your government name and it's also yeah. your stage name it's all across all my names all yes. platforms <laughs> it's very easy to rem- remember because yeah. one of my favorite my favorite aunties is named Jermaine so I, I knew it. that name Auntie Jermaine and so I was like Jermaine this is the girl and I said this is the girl in Long Beach who bought our mask and then I was like oh my god and she happens to be like a motivational speaker makeup artist model 20,000 followers I'm like this is amazing I didn't have to pay her yeah like she it was completely organic yeah. and then I was like I like you. I want to send you more stuff. And you were completely gracious yeah. and had no expectations whatsoever. And it was just beautiful working with you. And then you came to our Newport Beach party mm-hmm. and you brought some girlfriends. And I think you and I are the same in that we're both very empathetic, like empaths. Yes. I'm very sensitive to energies. I don't know about you, Aaron. I think Aaron can sometimes just move through it and ride through I'm it. I'm sensitive, but I think I've been able to build up a wall, especially working in medicine. Like you yeah. have to deal with all kinds of personalities. And if you let it get to you too much, you, you can't be in this field. So yeah. I'm definitely sensitive just with a wall. But for me, yeah. I'm sensitive with, I'm also crippled mm. by other people's energies or I almost like prickle. And there have, I gotta be honest, there are some, you know, other influencers um, or other people that I have encountered where I just kind of like, yeah. Like I get weird, like, and I can't explain yeah. it. And then Aaron's like, "Megan, you're crazy," and I'm like, "I'm an empath, okay? I'm not crazy. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just very sensitive to energies." And your energy was warm. Mm. It was amber. I it was like, it. Uh, I love that. that amber, warm. I'm just, I can. That I, just reminds me of like that 311 song, like Amber just, is the color of yes. your energy. <laughs> hey, that's that is a cut. That reminds that me of Singer was really girl, cute. So obviously I have to know that. Yes, you know, you, know I mean? you might know a little Sublime, <laughs> yeah. you know, with yeah, yeah, the Snoop yeah. Dogg and yeah. the 311. <laughs> but yes, your energy was very genuine and that's hard to find a lot of times, especially mm-hmm. in yes. the quote unquote industry. So how did you, <laughs> when you were, so you started out doing makeup. Yes. And what was the moment when you were like, everyone has their moment. Like I was discovered on the streets of New York or I was discovered at a shoot. What was your moment? Okay, so. I, it's really I'm really long-winded you guys so I'm sorry I'm gonna try to keep this story it's real short good. because I could day. literally talk about this story for an hour yes. um so I started in makeup makeup was like something I knew I wanted to do like when I was in high school well actually before high school um I was obsessed with Kevin O'Quan and I'm like oh my god I have to do this I wanted to assist him before he passed away yeah and unfortunately that didn't happen but it's okay um so fast forward to me, like in my makeup career, thriving, doing all these things. Um, a lot of people were, like that I would shoot with photographers are like, "You're so beautiful, you should model." And I'm like, "Hell no." Yeah. No. What, how old you. were you at this time? Tw- in my early twenties. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, well, I'm 36 now, which is something I don't actually normally tell a lot of people, but it's okay. It's all good. I don't even, you I'm, look so I'm embracing good. it because Same. one, like in my industry, like in terms of age, like there's a lot of ageist shit mm-hmm. that I don't even like to like mention, talk about. But at this point, I'm like, I'm 36. I don't even care. Next year, I'm going to be 37. So I'm like, I'm getting on up there, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's weird. Anywho, so we'll just we'll come back to that. Okay, yes, <laughs> we'll shelf ageism, but let's right. talk about early twenties, Jermaine. Early twenties, Jermaine. Everybody's like, "You're beautiful. You should model." And I'm like, "No, I just want to be behind the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have anything to do with anybody's camera." I was very awkward. Um, I am like that introverted extrovert. Like, Same. I am exactly that. Same. Like, you can throw me in a situation. And I will 100% work the room and I will walk out of that party or whatever event and everybody will know my name. Yep. But then I will go home and be by myself. Amen. <laughs> I am, am I not that? Aaron, when Aaron invites me to like a barbecue or something, I'm like, I'm sorry, I need to recharge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alone. You yeah. need your space. She's like, but we'll have food and dessert mm-hmm. in a pool. And I'm like, I need to recharge alone. Thank yes. you. Yeah. So you and I are both extroverted yeah. introverts. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes you just, it's that alone time because it's You're that empathic that- nature yes. mm-hmm. of the... I guess you could say the act of absorbing or mm-hmm. being able to absorb or feel or sense other people's energies is just too much sometimes on the spirit and the soul. And to be able to like push that out and like just resonate with your own, you got to do it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, totally. So, yeah. So um, basically I was like, no, I'm not down. I do not want to be in front of the camera. And a photographer friend of mine was like, all right look like plus modeling is starting to become a thing and Mm -hmm. i was like okay whatever like and i'm like okay but like he's like listen just bring over like these couple items and we're just gonna like play and i and he's like if it comes out good then we'll go from there he's like but if it doesn't then no big deal there's no harm no foul and i was like all right you're right cool no problem so i brought over like my outfits and we did did this shoot and then as we're like looking through everything at the end i'm like Oh, you're like I look good. Like, yeah, I was like, I like this. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I'm cute. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got, maybe I don't know. Yes. Um. So then he's like, "All right, so this is what you do. Just go to an open call, look it up at a couple different agencies, um, and then just go from there." And I'm like, "All right, cool." So my first stop was Wilhelmina. That agency actually didn't work out, but it was my first agency that I ever joined. Um. So I went to this open call. I had printed out pictures of myself, and this was like so long ago. I don't know if you guys remember printing out pictures like at Walgreens or Rite oh, yeah. or CVS. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I did that. So I like printed them out oh, in my little Walgreens envelope. Yes. I was a little embarrassed because like everybody else in there had their like actual portfolio. Oh, and I'm sure it was I'm, so intimidating. Oh my gosh, so intimidating. So I'm sitting here in this like little open call. People come in, they put their books down. I didn't even know the process. They all put their books down. The guy comes out, grabs the books, takes him back into this room, and then he puts all the books down and says, okay, thank you. And then everybody pretty much gets up and leaves. And I'm like, wait, that's it? Like, do I leave? You thought you were going to have to do a runway walk? I didn't know what I was going to have to do. I was like, am I going to have to talk to somebody? I don't know. And so I didn't actually put my little thing down. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm too scared. I was like, now I'm embarrassed. Everybody has these books. I just have this Walgreens envelope. Like, what the heck? Like, what do I do? Um... (laughs) So then finally, like I sat through like probably three rounds of that. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who was like the assistant, he comes out and he looks at me. He's like, does anybody else have anything? And I'm like, OK, they mean so <laughs> I pull my little Walgreens envelope out and I set it down. And like one of the other girls that was in the casting, she like 
laughed. She was like, oh, my God. <gasps> and I was That's like. not a mean girl. Yeah, total mean girls. But, you know, it, at this point in my life, it's okay. Yeah. I just let mean girls be whatever they are because clearly they're just miserable inside. Yeah, like, yeah, if we're being real. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, then she laughed. And so, he goes and takes everything back. And then, so, he comes, brings all the books down, puts the books on the, the little table. Mm-hmm. And tells everybody thank you. And he says, these are yours, right? To my Walgreens envelope. And I said, yeah, they're mine. And he's like, the plus agent wants to talk to you. (gasps) And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, the plus agent wants to talk to you. Like, so grab your bag and we'll bring you back. And I literally grabbed my bag. Like, if you guys actually out there listening could see, like, I grabbed this bag, right? And I, like, gave this girl, like, the sassiest look. That mean girl. "Mm." (laughs) Bye. Yes. <laughs> it was like, what okay, a sweet bye. taste of revenge. And also, so were you in line with like straight models? Like straight, straight size? models, yes. I was the only plus girl that oh was pretty gosh. much there at all that day. Um, and they brought me back and then I got signed. They wanted to sign me right away. They set me up with the shoot with like a really amazing photographer. And then I got signed right away. And so it was really good. But that wasn't necessarily like I dibbled and dabbled. That was the beginning of my modeling journey. Yeah. Um, I did quit for quite some time because makeup really started to take off for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in the time period where I was working with like a lot of really amazing artists like Usher and Will I Am and like yeah. I mean, I, most of my makeup stuff that I did was grooming because I don't know what it is. I guess men just want to have a pretty girl around them. Or something. So grooming yeah, for what people to what? I'm yeah, grooming familiar. like yeah. hair or like beard, um, hair beard but they usually have their you know hair guy like their yeah. their barber yeah um but pretty much grooming is like men's makeup yeah oh. so you don't have to do so Not what a would a, a, ma- a male makeup look how long would that take versus like a full face beat for a woman i mean i try to make it around the same because men like to be pampered too mm-hmm. so i i go i would go through like a whole i mean obviously i don't do makeup anymore so mm-hmm. i will use that as a disclaimer but at the time, I would go through like almost a whole like facial experience with them because obviously some men just are really bad with taking care of their skin. Yeah. And yeah. so I would just go through like a whole like, you know, I'd go get like warm towels and like soften up the skin. And then I like, do like, you know, like little cleanser and then like t- everything. Like, and they just loved it. it. And I'm they sure. loved it. That's why they, you were so successful because they're like, book that Jermaine woman <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. I think they were also looking at my ass. Yeah. Too, so. <laughs> It doesn't hurt hurt at all. (laughs) You know? I mean, but it's okay. I never realized that. I just thought guys came, you put some powder on them, and they were good to go. That's so interesting. I mean, for the most part, that's kind of it. Some of them are very opposed, depending upon the person. Yeah. Um, If they are, like, a little bit more of, like, it's usually, like, the basketball player. It's I don't know why it is. It's always the the basketball players, NFL players. Those were the ones who always gave me the hardest problems. Like, Maybe because since, like, versus Usher, he's been in the lights since he was 16 years old. Right, so yeah. he knows. He's used to yeah. powdering up, getting right. ready, where athletes are just like, what it's is like this? like that masculine, like, machismo. Like, I'm too good for this. I'm too cool for this. But you. if there's right. a beautiful right. woman being like, I'm going to massage your face right now. Right. Yeah. How would they say no to that? <laughs> okay, so you don't have to name names. Right. But was there any really, really challenging, like, client of yours on the makeup side? Like, with the grooming, whether it was male um, or female? I will say when I was, I won't say any names, but I will say, so when I was assistant, I actually had a really horrible, awful experience. So um, this is the reason why I kind of got, kicked off of jobs in my early assisting days like I would show up not even cute like I am today yeah like I would just show up like in like jeans and a t-shirt maybe a hat hair pulled back just very plain nothing too crazy 
And um, I was assisting this makeup artist who's a really big actress. And um, obviously growing up, I knew who that actress was. And like, I was excited to be assisting on this job. because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. Not only do I get to meet you, like, and I'm also somebody who's grown up in Southern California. So I don't get starstruck. I don't act weird. I'm just there, yeah. you know? Um, but it disappointed me so much. And this really just like solidified my, I don't get starstruck because I'm not saying all people are shit, but most of the people that we know and love in the atmosphere, a lot of them have egos and it's yes. quite sad to me, but I love when I meet some who are just so phenomenally amazing. I actually will touch on somebody who yeah. is phenomenally amazing. Drop names. Um, Brandy. She oh. seems like such a sweetheart. She is such a sweetheart. Like I worked with her makeup artist assisting in my early makeup careers and it was just, she's like, Probably the gem of all gems mm -hmm. of everybody that I've ever And that's been surprising because she started young too. Mm -hmm. A lot of times those artists who start, I mean, because her first album was cut like when she was 15 or 16 yeah. years old. Yeah. So when you start that young in the industry, you can kind of go awry. Things can go I nasty. I think it was her mom that kept her yeah. so grounded. You know what I mean? I think if you have good parents who aren't those like, I mean, even though her mom was like a kind of like momager, but she kept her grounded, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? And I, th I think that that's super amazing. But yeah, um, so back to the other story. Uh, this actress, like I was literally just over there cleaning brushes and making sure everything was okay. And the guy that I was working with basically was like, all right, Jermaine, he's like, can you go in the bathroom and take some of your makeup off? And I was like- To you? Yeah, he like pulled me to the side. We had a whole story about it. He talked and he's like, look, She's very uncomfortable. I don't know why. He's like, I think maybe if you just take some of your makeup off, it'll make her feel a little bit better, and then we can just keep going forward. And I was like, all right, cool. So I had to go and I do that, and like, <laughs> you know, whatever. I even had a sweatshirt. I put that on. Like, maybe if she doesn't see more of my body, I don't know. Like, this will make her less, I don't threatened? know. Threatened? You think she was threatened? I don't know why. For yeah. what? Like, I'm an assistant. I'm over here cleaning brushes, yeah. girl. You are the one uh, main focus. This yeah. is not about yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. Wow. So it was just weird. Yeah. Um. And well, that's then, so sad that someone makes you feel that way. I was told a previous job not to wear heels because I was taller mm, than people okay. in the office. Okay, you're uh, how tall are you, Jermaine? Five eleven, five ten. I'm five. I'm actually five ten, but I feel like most people lie, so I feel like I look taller than most people. Same. So I, for modeling, I'm like five ten and a half, five eleven, whatever, six feet, whatever you want me to be. I'm six feet in guy height. That's what I like to <laughs> yes. say. Yes. No, same here because I. Aaron's a shorty amongst I'm us. Only five seven. <laughs> She's only that's not five that seven. Tall. Where you know, for us. Like Amazon's five ten, five eleven, yeah. six feet, six feet tall. I kind of want to segue into like, so you went from no, I can't be a model, yeah, to maybe I can be a model, right? To, mm -hmm. I am a model, right? To and getting so, signed to doing it, the whole thing, yeah, getting signed to Wilhelmina. But you're now with Natural, yes, right? And so, how has do you think modeling has helped boosted your self esteem? Do you think it has been in alignment, or was it more of an internal job? It was a hundred percent internal. <laughs> Really? 200% Because it could, would you say that modeling could kind of chip away at that? Absolutely. Wow. Um, when I first started modeling, I was very, very uncomfortable, very, and it showed in the camera. Like, if I look at pictures from when I first started modeling, and then I look at pictures of me now, it's like completely different people almost, mm -hmm. because I didn't even know what I was doing. I wasn't even comfortable with myself and my own body, and so it took me to get comfortable with my own body. 
And I think, I honestly think it was actually doing makeup and being confident in putting myself out there and then starting to get really big jobs as a makeup artist and um, being like the key makeup artist on certain jobs and commercials and, and TV shows and stuff like that. Like that actually is really what solidified me as a woman, I feel like, first. Mm -hmm. And then jumping back into modeling uh, kind of as a means to move to L.A. Because obviously I was like from Long Beach and I was like, all right, I want to move to L.A. because then I'll be closer to work and... Um, it'll be easier for me in and out of the airport because then I would fly to different places with some of my other clients too. And so I'm like, all right. Um, but yeah, like I definitely had to know and find that inner germane, that mm -hmm. inner light and let that shine out because if you don't, especially as a model or just even in the industry as, as a whole, um, or just I guess anything in life because everyone has an opinion about who they think you should be mm -hmm. or what they think you should do or what they think you should say. And if you don't know who you are, you'll live your life basically trying to please everyone else around you and that doesn't work mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you're gonna look back at your life or look back at moments of your life and say, I was so unhappy because I was trying to please other people and mm. not myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean like Aaron and I, could relate to that, you know, why Aaron kind of went off and created the treatment, mm -hmm. you know, like you can please so many people, but at one point you're just going to crack and you're going to break and you mm -hmm. have to make a shift. Yeah. And when, I think when you were able to take care of yourself as a makeup artist, you found yeah. that confidence and it translated to your modeling. Yeah, probably. definitely. Yeah. Definitely that. So and I love all that you guys do, by the way. Like <laughs> I think as far as like women doing amazing things, I totally like take my hat off to you guys, like in terms Aww. of your business and everything you guys have developed over the years. Like, it's just amazing. Thank you. Know? you. Like, Thank real, you. real, recognize real. Yeah. Right. Because yes. you found us. I don't even know how, but I you... think I saw like somebody else using the mask and I was like, I don't know what this is. You know, I was like, but whatever. I'm a, I, I'm a skincare junkie. Yes. Like, that's my problem. Um, I've actually been trying to get myself out of that. Like, hey, it's one know. of the most. Um, pretty, you know, like harmless problems you could have in this world. It's harmless, but then when you're like, ooh, $1,000 later, like, how did I spend this money on skincare? Yeah. Like, I didn't even buy groceries. <laughs> Sometimes it reminds me of that meme of that girl eating, like, she looks beautiful and she's just like dipped and she's eating top ramen. Yes, because she's like, when you get your hair done, your nails yeah. done, yeah. you know, everything done, and then you're like, all I have in my budget is top ramen. But you know what? If that's what fills your cup, <laughs> that's what fills your cup. Right. It's great skincare. I mean, I had that's why I had to get myself out of it. Because I was like, girl. We got you. We'll simplify you. Let it go. Like, I yeah, got to let it go. We are going to help you with <laughs> right. that today. Oh, my God. So, um, okay. So, talking about, like, this this self-love um, self journey that you mm -hmm. had to, um, you know, did you have, like, a mentor or a spiritual experience or a book or was it your friend Jessica like what was it for you or was it just a moment where you're like I'm gonna lose my shit unless I really start doing what I want to do to make myself happy versus this is what makes everyone else happy yeah I love that you said that um no it was no one but me I actually mm -hmm. lost my shit I've <laughs> I think when you live your life continually like I was basically saying for other people so much trying to people please trying to make sure everybody's good um, trying to be the perfect girlfriend, be the perfect daughter, or the perfect whatever. Mm -hmm. At a certain point, you're like, oh, ew, like, I don't even like this. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, because I actually went through processes before makeup, before modeling, before all these things. Like, at a certain point, I wanted to be a PA. Like, I, I loved, like, 
patient care medicine. I was trying to like go down that route and mm -hmm. all of that stuff and it just didn't work for me. Like that was kind of in the very beginning of my makeup career while I was like assisting and stuff. And yeah. I was like, I actually was dating someone and they told me, they're like, when are you gonna get a real job? Oof. And I was like- What's a real job? What does right. that mean? Well now, yeah. but I feel like, you know, 15 years ago, somebody telling me that in my like, I was like 19, 20, or I think it was 20 years old or something. Mm. And um, I was like, yeah, maybe I do need to get a real job. Like, is this really something I should be doing? And I did it. I went through the motions of starting to do it. And I was in school and all this stuff. And then I'm like, I pretty much almost had like a nervous breakdown. Like I was like, so like, my life was just so all over the place. And I was like, no, no. Mm -hmm. This does not feed or fuel my soul. I don't care if I live in a freaking shoebox. I'm gonna do whatever it is that I feel necessary for me in yeah. order for me to live and thrive. And and I just, every single time I've had moments like that or had moments where I like stepped out on faith and I was like, I don't know how this is gonna happen at mm. all whatsoever. Like this is scary as shit. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. The universe, God, whatever you wanna call it. Cause yep. you know, everybody wants to call it something different even though, I swear to God, we're all talking about the same thing. Yes. <laughs> But whatever. Well, let's fight about it. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, let's totally fight about it because that's definitely what God or the universe wants us to do is fight about who who it is. Mm -hmm. You know, when it's yeah. not even a like, I feel like people think it's a person, like this man in the sky, and I'm like, it's not even a man. How could it be a man <laughs> if if it created women? Like, what? Like, can we use our actual brains of logic to think about these things before we just start fighting about stuff that's yes the same thing? But it's cool. You know, whatever. Yeah, so what you had talked about, your nervous breakdown. A lot yes. of people are scared well, of nervous. I've had several yes. of them. Like, <laughs> like I call them existential crises. Girl, I probably had one last week. Cool yeah, <laughs> where people, th like, I look at that as, I, I only discovered this after working with the Reiki healer, is that, like, like that pit in your stomach, your intuition, I call it the universe, mm -hmm. a higher power, that is a big eh, eh, eh. no just like a nervous breakdown mm -hmm. is a big eh, eh, stop right like you cannot handle it your body is saying like sit the fuck down like yes. stop what you're doing and and rearrange re divert yourself so i'm actually fan i'm a fan of these nervous breakdowns existential crises i think that it's good it keeps things it keeps things gritty it keeps you on your toes so yeah for somebody who's listening right now who might be in this position like you were mm -hmm. who has a partner that's like when are you going to get a real job or who has who who just had their second or third nervous breakdown what would you say to that person to kind of help like help them show that there's a light at the end of the tunnel or like it's okay it's going to be okay well it's just what you said okay <laughs> because it is always going to be okay yeah like that is the one thing that it, for me no matter what's going on in my life um tried and true to hold on to is that it will always be okay mm -hmm. it will always work itself out even in the darkest most worst moments of your possible life where you feel like there is absolutely no way where I can come out of this. There yeah. is absolutely no way where this can get any better. I promise you. Like, that is a tried and true promise. Like, I don't make promises I can't keep. That is something my mom always taught me. Don't make promises that you can't keep. That is a promise. Yeah. Just know that it will always get better. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. It has to. I think Because some that's just the law. It Absolutely. Yeah. And I think some people think because it's not getting better in a day, a week, right. a month, it's not happening. Well, unfortunately, our society has changed so much to the point where we live in this like microwave aspect of things where we think things are supposed to happen like Instantly. right now. Yeah. Absolutely. And unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like even you guys know in terms of even building a business, like it takes time. Things take time. Yep. And like I don't know if you guys have heard that saying. It's like uh, 
I see now. I even forgot the damn saying, but whatever. <laughs> it's like but basically good, like not necessarily good things come to those who wait, or like good things come to those who work hard, like and try, and like actually like continue to persevere and like do their best, and like not give up, not not give up, even yeah. if you fail. Failure is like one of my actual favorite things. I failed so many times in life. Um, Les Brown, who is actually also one of my favorite motivational speakers, he said, and I actually do remember this quote. He said. Um, when you're, when you're down, you know, like whenever you fail or when you're like at rock bottom, don't worry. He said, as long as you can land your, land on your back, mm-hmm. if you can look up, then you can get up. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, so yeah. Even if you're on your ass. Yeah. Even yeah. if on, you're on your ass, even if you're in the midst of shit, if you can look up, you can get up, which means that's like hope, having mm-hmm. hope, having faith, having trust, knowing that, like I just said in the beginning of all this, that everything is always going to work itself out. You yeah. know what I mean? It's 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 that. And then if somebody actually is in your life telling you, get a real job, or how, how dare you think that you can do something like that? I've had people tell me that my entire life, and every single time I tried to go along with what other people told me what I should do, I've always failed. Yeah. And that was a huge lesson for me in terms of listening to myself and developing my own intuition and developing my own, I guess you can say relationship that was taught to me through myself, not even through church or all those things. Um, It was just, it's me and me and the universe. Like a a spiritual connection rather than a religious type of upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. Are those people still in your life that had told you those things? No. Is that family you have to deal with or people um, you're able to cut I, out? There's some family, but I don't even care anymore because at this point, like, I'm 36 years old. I own my own home. Like, I've been working my oh. ass off for years. Like, Amazing. I'm Even now, like, I'm still doing and developing things. Like, one of the things over the last uh, two years that I've been wanting to learn, and I bought this, I, like, so last year, early last year, I bought this camera. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love photography. I've been wanting to learn how to use the camera, and I had intentions of using it for, like, videos and, like, my own content. Like, your blogging and, stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I actually will say Corona didn't ruin my whole life. <laughs> she actually gave me an opportunity to learn new skills. So one of the things that I actually have been working on is I learned how to use my camera and not only have I learned how to use it, but I've been um, shooting things and like it's kind of exciting. Like I haven't really put it on my social media that much because I'm still working towards and developing what it is that I do. But like I actually found a love for shooting, not people, but products like, and it's like the weirdest thing. Like I don't know why, but just creating like beautiful like lay downs and things like that like i have a friend who actually has a like natural skincare line that she developed within her like own kitchen and stuff like that and so i yeah like we've been working together and it's been really amazing and i was just gonna say like you could be your own one instead of a one-man band you're like a one-man shoot (laughs) yeah you could set a timer do your own makeup and then pose that's really hard I actually have done that. So in the very beginning, I got hired by a company to do like a model at home shoot. And when I've seen I that tell recently because of Corona, right? Yes. Yeah. First of all, that was one of the nervous breakdowns. Oh no! <laughs> it was like when when it decided to all of a sudden get hot out mm-hmm. of nowhere. Yeah. That was like the day I decided to do this shoot, and like 
when I tell you I was sweating uh-huh. and like everything, I was like, it just wasn't working. Like, and I was so frustrated. Yeah. I literally was like, I give up. I threw, I threw my camera down. I put everything away. I was like, I can't do it. I was like, I'm going to email my booker and let him know that I can't do it. These, these shots suck. I suck. Everything sucks. Like oh. I literally went into like deep pity party mode of myself. Yeah. For the rest of the night, I pulled out a bottle of wine. I was like, I don't care. Just forget the world. <laughs> My career is over. I need to figure out something else to do. <laughs> you throwing it all Go out the window. Just, just zero to 100. I don't yes. do anything small. Like, yeah. if I'm going to do it, if I'm going to nervous breakdown, I'm going to go all the way to the moon with it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Throw it all out the window. Yep. Uh, Losing my house, everything. You know, just. Did you just give up on the shoot then? You didn't. I did for the day. So then the next day I was like, all right, I'm going to wake up. Maybe I'll try again in the morning and see what comes out. So I did. I I actually woke up early. I was in a good mood and I was like, all right, it's, it's nice. Like it's the lighting's great. So I opened up everything. I put these things on and then I looked back at everything that I shot the day before and I was like. I'm an actual crazy person. (laughs) The perspective has completely shifted. Yeah. I first of all, like I was being overly analytical of myself. I think because I got hot. You know, when Mm -hmm. you're sweaty and you get a little hot, you get cranky. It's so true. (laughs) Or when you're hungry. You know what I mean? I am. I definitely think that hanger is an emotion for sure. Like, don't don't mess with nobody when they're hungry. You know. I agree. I was also hungry too. Yeah, like I was hot. So you're, sweaty, yeah, you're hungry. sweating. You're yeah. hungry. That's just the perfect mess. storm. Yeah, to yeah. be like these these pictures suck. Right. <laughs> but you were able to complete the shoot. I was able to complete in. it, do it, turn it in, and it was fine. I just was being really hard on myself because you know I feel like as human beings, it's there's never going to be a point in your life where you are like, all right, cool, my self love journey, cool, check, done. Mm-hmm. I love myself. This is great. I don't have to do this anymore. I wish I can move on mm-hmm. to something else. I can work on my body now. Work on these abs. Put the tacos down. You know what I'm saying? Never. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> tacos over. So the day I die, tacos over abs. Yeah, <laughs> that is me. Always. All day, every day. Like, I, nobody cares about nobody's six pack abs. Tacos. All they bring day. so much more joy. So much more That's joy. Mark's joy. And a margarita. Tacos. You know yes. what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yes. So, like, what I wanted to bring up. So, you had talked about, like, not necessarily the shoot was a failure because you turned it in. Yeah. You had a moment where you just reset, took a night of sleep, mm-hmm. whatever. So, is could you pinpoint one failure in your life that was actually a gift? Yeah. <laughs> Several relationships I've had. Mm, <laughs> isn't that, in the mo- it's so funny that I don't know about you, but for me, in the moment when they're falling apart or dismantling, mm-hmm. it's like the end of the world. Yeah, and and you can't even see like that there's going to be any sort of mm-hmm. resolution or it's going to get better. Yep. So would you say that all of them, the past relationships, have or they're like? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I am such a I love to see the silver lining or the lesson in everything. Um, but I actually wrote very explicitly about this uh, on my blog. If mm. you guys want to go and read it, what um, it, what's your give it? Drop it. Drop the plug. It's just my name. So JermaineNichols.com. Easy. <laughs> I love it. Go on there and read all my shit. Yeah. Um, I actually haven't written in a really long time. The inspiration to do that it just has not come for whatever reason, which is okay. Um, obviously, I'm doing other things, so it's no big deal. But. Um, that particular ex was like the love of my life. 
And I thought that I was like, we're going to get married. This is it. Like, I had just bought a house. Like, I was, ooh, girl. You were planning. You're like, this is where, this is going to be their, their, like, extra room. This is going to be where they could set up their desk. Right, all of it. You name it. And we had talked about it in the relationship. We had talked about it. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, maybe I'll make a new key soon. Like, let's just see how it goes up until, like, the next year. Like, but, man. Nope. <laughs> oh, I got no. a, I got a, yeah, like, I, I, I don't even remember what happened, to be completely honest. It's so funny. because Sometimes you black out. Yeah. Right. When this you're has in been like three emotional. years ago. I've also told this story so many times. I feel like, especially because once I decided to like move into like actually doing speaking versus just like talking on other people's things and doing it for myself and mm-hmm. like kind of being in the forefront, um, this was kind of the catalyst for yeah. me. That yeah. relationship, that breakup, that being dumped by somebody who I thought was going to, you know, be my person. And it's OK. Like, and, it's, and that was your gift. That was 100 percent my gift because it stretched me past myself because mm-hmm. um, I felt like after something really monumentous like that happens, I was like, I felt like I lost myself. I was like, who am I? What am I like? Is Am I not OK? Like, what's wrong with me? And then I had to go through this whole like journey within mm-hmm. just to refine Jermaine and be okay with her like no matter what and like I think one of the biggest lessons I learned from that was that no matter who you're with no matter if you're single in a relationship married just divorced just got dumped you know maybe you're just stepping out to start dating for the first time if you have a very big relationship with yourself and you love yourself internally no matter what happens externally outside of you um it won't shake you to the point where you feel like your whole life is over. It will for a second, but mm-hmm. you can rebuild from there. Yeah. You know, rebuild with is, yourself. Yeah. Sorry. If someone is in that moment right now, they just had a bad breakup, say a yeah. month ago, what would be your advice to them if they're going through something like that right now? It's raw, it's real. Put the ice cream down. <laughs> <laughs> I pick it up. <laughs> no. Put the ice cream down, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Put it down. Go outside, go for a walk, go look at the birds, go look at the sky, count your blessings and look at all of the amazing things that are actually working in your life. Because I feel like sometimes, obviously, when something that big happens, we feel like our entire world is falling apart, but it's not. Um, And we can really just like zero in and narrow in on what's happening in terms of that. But um, keep going. Just keep going. You know, one foot in front of the other. Like I've actually learned throughout this, quarantine or period of pause as I like to have called it Mm -hmm. um, that the future is not as important as today and yesterday is not it's gone it's done yeah it's it's all it's all gone everything that's in front of you everything that's behind you it's nothing and if you can just learn to be present in now Mm -hmm. and no matter what even if today you're hurting even if today it sucks definitely always look for tomorrow yeah you know what I mean because it's coming it's gonna be there but do one little small thing for yourself too, like to make you feel good, to make you feel happy. Even if it's the ice cream, you can pick it back up, girl. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to shame you in terms of the ice cream. Um, <laughs> but for me, I actually, through that time period, one of the biggest things that I found was spin. Like I found your spin class girl, your spin girl, bike girl. Spin bike, spin yes. class girl, which I've actually been trying to look of a way to like hack 
to do get a spin bike myself without paying like you know a million dollars. Let's manifest that for a freaking. I mean, if Peloton or SoulCycle or one of these companies wants to just give hey, it to me, you know what I'm saying? We're putting it out there into the universe. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If you just want to give it to me, I will spin my ass off every. We'll do this shit every day. I'll be spinning you'll drop and it on your feet. You know I what mean? I mean? We already Whatever. dropped their name right now. This spinning bike is paying for itself. Uh-huh. Spinning and twerking. Yeah, actually, I gotta, that is how I love spinning. Is yes. because one of my favorite spin teachers that I would go to all of the time is that she would play the best music. And I'm not talking like that techno, whatever kind no, of. No, like little Webby and stuff. Yes. Yes. There's like, there there's actually an instructor. I think he's from Atlanta, and I put it on the feed. I'll have to show it to you on the <laughs> Through Thick and Skin Instagram feed. Yeah. Because he um would do spin classes in Atlanta to like wipe me down. Yes. And every single person yes. on the bike was in sync. Yes. When I getting tell, it girl. to where you're like an hour just passed and I had no idea because the music was so on point. So on point. Like yeah. you don't even know like you're sweating and you're dripping and like you may be crying. So I actually have a whole blog post about this about talking about <laughs> crying on a spin bike. Yes. Because <laughs> I cry when I work out too. There's something I, I totally It is true. a release. Maybe you're fighting you in your head because you're 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 it's a time where your thoughts are kind of clear. Yes. Because you're just listening to music mm-hmm. and you're just doing this repetition. But you're yeah. just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know. I think about gratitude when I work out, too. Like, I like you it. say that all the time, too. Like, I'm so thankful I can run, that I'm My healthy. knees work. My back works. Because yes. people, they have a bum I love how positive knee. you guys are about working yes. out. I'm like, God, why am I Well, I don't like to that? do it. I just, I we just, say yeah. <laughs> We're not like, but, I'm not the type that's like, oh, my brain is empty once I run five miles. No, no, no. I'm, I'm I do it, the Orange but... Theory because Coach Trent is there and he plays the bomb music and he always compliments me. Yeah. I miss him so much. Okay, so speaking of music, so I'm going to now get into the questions. Yes. It's time for okay. the questions. So if you guys want to hear more about um, Jermaine's, you know, like, energy check-ins her positivity her manifestation you have to follow her ascended queens podcast but now i'm gonna get into the (laughs) questions okay so this is kind of a random question but i think about this all the time yeah if you were this is kind of two-part because if you don't have the answer to the first part i'll answer i'll ask you the second i did but if you were like a boxer okay? okay imagine you were mayweather or um canelo right or you're a UFC fighter or a wrestler, and you have to come into the ring. Mm. Like, what is your ring oh. song? Your walk-in song? Like, your oh, walk-in okay. song that gets you all pumped and you're, like, about to crush it. What is that song? Shoot. That, man. I feel like, I don't know, this is really hard because I actually have always thought about this question. But you haven't been able to come <laughs> and answer. I, I know, and I normally have, there's a song by T, what is that? Bring me out. Yes. Yeah, bring, bring him out. out. Bring him out. Bring him out. Yes. Bring yes. him out. Okay, so like I was thinking wipe me down because that was in my head just thinking about like the spin. I was like how And you could totally walk right into now. that and have like a little face <laughs> and like get into the ring. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, bring him out. Like that's my song. That's That's, that's your pump up jam. Yes. Okay, Aaron, what's yours? Oh shit. Um um Jump Off by Little Kim. By Little Kim. Obviously. Oh, that's yes. a my favorite. <laughs> Cause it's I like, love her. Like, yeah. whoa, been gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the jump That'd be like, come back if I retired and came out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. or they'd be like, Watch oh, out. she finally did push-ups, so she has upper body strength. Because <laughs> Aaron has weak upper body strength. All my energy is in my thighs and my butt. Yeah. What's your song? My song, um, probably like um, Annie Up. You probably don't know it by Annie MOP. Or, yeah, there you go. Hello. See, I'm already judging my wow. sister. We grew up on the same. I know you think I'm so much whiter than you. Okay, but sometime I come no, out No, yesterday I called, bit. last last episode I called her out on camera on because I was I was seeing what means the world to you. And she's like, my money, my hoes, my cat. Ow. So I was like, I forgot. Erin yes. actually did grow up. 
But I love DMX too. Gets me pumped. DMX, yes. DMX. Um, Did you see that by the way? What? Oh, the versus. Yes. I missed that, but I saw the clips. Okay, so versus on Aaron mm-hmm. for Aaron is on Instagram. It's like I think Babyface and Teddy Riley did one where they pretty much compete. They oh. battle that each other. That one was actually one of not the best ones. Because okay. they were t- like people were totally mocking it, like about the sound. Right. Or actually, like, one twelve. I would say the worst one to date was one twelve and uh, Jagged Edge for sure. Really? Yeah. Because was, they're such. Icons. I think it was Jagged. I literally don't. I don't even remember who it was. I think it was Jagged Edge. I'm pretty sure. I was just bored, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." Like they were drinking. I was like, "Y'all are clearly drunk." Like you're like, "Tighten it up, get the harmonies in, get the dance moves." You it guys was, are bo- yeah. you guys are grown men groups. I mean, they were playing the jams, but I was like, yeah. I was so distracted by everything else happening. There was too too many people getting up, walking around. I'm like, um, I can't do this. I can't. Yeah. Focus. So the it's I thought the DMX versus Snoop was a little random, but it was Snoop random, crushed it. it. I love yeah. Snoop's DJ Battle Cat. He's amazing. I think he might be from Long. I don't know if he's from Long Beach, but hmm. one of my favorite producers, Battle Cat. So anything, yeah, DMX or um, maybe Uchiwali. <laughs> uh, that's a good one too. Okay, so if you, in case you didn't have an answer to that, which you did, yes, which was Ti. But what is if you were a stripper? What would your stripper song be? Ooh. What would you be like? Play that DJ. For me, I'll kick it off while you guys think. So Anxious by Genuine. So mm-hmm. Anxious. That's a good one. That's a body roll it's jam. It's slow. It's a slow one. Yes. I got it. Okay. So it mine's a slow one too, but it's one that's probably going to throw all of you and you probably going to expect this. So okay. Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> I want to know. I, I, I got to play that, that song. That is such... Is that it a is, sexy that song? That has to be... Strippers obviously at somewhere... Have to like well there's a huge stri- the strip community in portland i guess is oh notorious. My, wait a minute yes 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 have, you, have all, you been I, to it yes i okay. hear it's next level so, the end of last year um before so i always end my year with a trip because that's okay. like what i yes I love like to a do. hurrah yeah for the year. um so i'd never been to portland i decided to go to portland uh this last year and i was like all right cool portland's weird but like i'm down so um it's very weird yeah <laughs> in portland it's, i will just say like yeah. Not only was it like they have like a vegan strip club. Yes. Yeah, so instead yeah. of steak, ribeyes, and and buffets, you yeah. get what a tofu like scramble burger. Well, yeah, like an impossible burger or yeah. a tofu scramble or whatever. Like it's like a vegan one. Are they and like then, hippie strippers? They're like, like alternative. Yes. Yeah. It's, right. They're across the like, board. Like um, suicide girl type, like tats, like yes. dark hair, alternative kind of yeah. looking strippers. Well, there was right? one. I will tell you, there was one girl who kind of creeped me out, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't think I can watch this." They like. <laughs> I mean, and this is probably a trigger moment, trigger warning for anybody that's listening that's all like into the conspiracy shit that's happening in the world with the, pe- the pedophile stuff. I am so sorry. I love you. But. Yeah, but. <laughs> so this stripper had on like basically, you know, like our little girl panties. Like, really? Oh, we were, like that had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on the yeah, back. Yeah, like, and, like, like little strawberry- ruffles around. Yeah, yeah. Like she was wearing those and then some like ruffly. I was like, this is too weird for me. I can't watch this. Like, I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. Like this, I can't. Yeah. Like, I'm done. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. But then the girl run. after her though, fire. Amazing. Fire. Yeah. yeah. So I th- I think about that. Those are the two thong songs. Thongs. Those are the thong two thongs. Thong, thong yeah. song for sure. That's another good one. But um, okay. So cool. So now we know the song. So yes. if you need an entrance song, please everybody think about that. And it's a good icebreaker. If you're on a date with somebody, oh, ask them what they're. Ring interest that. song. I need will to. Be. I feel like I need to start doing this. Think about like, it. Like I'm single and I'm trying to like. I don't yes. know. I guess. I guess I'm dating. It's weird as hell through mm-hmm. Corona time to oh, be single. Oh, I, I feel like, like you're what, either into it or you're not. And I'm on the other spectrum. I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm, I'll wait until everything kind of calms yeah, down. I'm and I'm kind of not too, because like I'm very. 
I get bored easy. That's yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Wait, are you a Taurus? Yes. Wait, what? Okay, so are y'all into astrology? Oh, yes. I, Aaron I kind of, well, Aaron's, Aaron's a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. I'm yes. 100% Capricorn. Like, yes. Aaron's like, like, what's the Wi-Fi? I have to send an email. <laughs> money, <laughs> money, money. We're uh, friends, though, because. Yeah, we get along. We, yeah, we, we balance each other. But I'm an Aries, and so are, I'm fire, true. I'm horns, I'm the leader. You're going to light shit I'm on fire. Yeah. Yes. I will ride or die for you. Like, yes. I'm your biggest fan, and I, but I will fucking, <laughs> if you fucking cross me. Right, then you're done. I will let you know. bury you and burn your body from on top of the ground or yeah, whatever it and is and be like yeah. you should have known better right next <laughs> okay so i got another question for you so if you could have dinner with three people dead or alive from any era it could be somebody personal it could be a celebrity who would you love to have a little dinner with all four of you oh man dead or alive well dead obviously my grandmother Aww. so i would definitely totally have dinner with her because she's the shit. Yeah. Um, Maybe Kevin, the makeup artist. Kevin O'Quan. Oh. Yeah, the guy who inspired you to become a makeup I know, artist. But see, the thing is, I didn't really know him on a personal level, like his personality and all of those things. So I don't know if I'd want to have dinner with him or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, maybe a chef. Like, I, I don't know if there's... I don't even know a chef that I love because I actually do love cooking. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We could totally talk about like your recipes. and Yeah, like I've done. I actually. So my actual goal during quarantine was to actually start a YouTube. And that never happened because I just was like. I enjoy making my food so much that I don't want to sit here and break it down. It's it was yeah. YouTube is so much work. It's, it's the ring well, light. Well, doing and the it filming. for yourself is a lot of work when it's mm-hmm. just you. So like after I did that shoot of like trying to get out content for somebody else, I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing this. Like I do not need to have another meltdown while I'm supposed to be up in my house right now. And what a beautiful feeling where you're like. If- like you think like, oh, on quarantine, I'm supposed to have a new YouTube channel. I'm supposed to have a clothing line. I'm supposed to know how to bake sourdough. And you're like, you know what? I might just take a camera class. Right. And that sounds good to me. Yeah. Like be easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. Be gentle on yourself. Yeah. I mean, I started off. I started off quarantine real high like everybody else. I was working out. I was like, yes, <laughs> I'm, I didn't bake any bread or make a garden. I'm yeah, like I didn't do either of those. Quarantine game. No, no. Yeah. I drank a lot of wine. I was on the opposite spectrum. Like, oh, we're not gonna. Oh, work? I definitely okay. drink wine. Yeah. They would judge me at Trader Joe's every single time. I'm like, why are you asking me if I'm having a party? Clearly, it's just me. Party with one? When, yes. Yeah. When they're like, oh my gosh, that's the worst. When you're like, yeah, bring the cardboard box out. Right. When they're like, yes, I need help carrying yeah. that out. Yes. I yes, literally, yes. legit, like the, the cashier guy was like, are you having a party? He asked me that. Mind your business. Like, mind, it's exactly what I said. You're reading my mind right now. I literally was like, um, mind your business. Like, this is it, just for me. When they're like, why are you buying three pints of ice cream? I'm like, because I like the different flavors. Okay. <laughs> like, don't judge me. Today, tomorrow, and Saturday. Yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I got another. I got another question for you. What is your like tagline or your motto? Is there something that you say that people are like? Oh, that's a Germanism. That's a that's something that she always says. I feel like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, actually, well, I will say a Germane thing. Like for the longest time, I make up songs. You know mm, what I mean? Like yes. I've always made up random songs about random things even though my singing voice is terrible but um yeah like it's like that's like a dream thing like i'm always like songs and they're positive and happy and like my sister actually was like, you should make these into like a CD, like a Jermaine's Greatest Hits or whatever. That's so cute. You could do <laughs> that easily like, on a phone. Yeah. I know, just but record into it. Nah, nobody Sing wants to song. Do that. Like, what's your name? Kylie Jenner tried to trademark Rise and Shine. Mm. 
or whatever. And yes. I'm like, uh, no. That so. was terrible. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you could sing songs almost like on. Do you have a TikTok? I do not. I don't do TikTok? TikTok either. No. Well, now Instagram has the, the reels, reels. Yeah. Which could be. A, but for me, you can tic- <laughs> sing a little bit and have other video to it. Aaron's trying to push TikTok. I'm not into TikTok. Well, nobody wants to hear my singing voice. That's the issue. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. I can talk to you all day, but the moment I start trying to like, you know, do a little. mm. They're like, what's that sound? Exactly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep it that way. Okay. Okay. So this is my final question. This is what I ask all of our guests. We've only had a couple, but the, um, my last question is what does treat yourself mean to you? It depends on the day. (laughs) (laughs) Because sometimes treat yourself is that all those bottles of wine. Or some champagne. Yes. La Marca Prosecco. If you want to just send it to me, that's cool. Peloton and La Marca. What's up? Listen (laughs) up. I'll let you, girl. That is all I buy. Um, Yeah. So sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's, I actually bought, so I don't know if you guys have ever uh, heard or sing of those probably you because you do Reiki and all that stuff uh, like the singing bowls yes mm. that give that nice warm like hypnotic sound yes um, pre pre COVID I did a lot of like sound baths and all that stuff and so um, actually that was something that really helped me through my breakup because it was like a weird experience of me finding these sound baths and all that stuff yeah. like I don't know how I found it. it was like the universe just kind of like your mask I don't even know it's like it just happened like I just see stuff and then I'm like I need that I need I gotta do it and then I just it helps me uh so I bought myself a singing bowl amazing yeah and then I've been like playing it and learning how to play so that was definitely a treat yourself moment um pre-covid also treat yourself moments are usually like little mini vacations and Mm -hmm. trips because i love those things they fuel my heart and make me happy and like inspire you probably definitely i am ridiculously and fiercely independent so i'm like the girl that's like i just get up and go like i don't even like ask anybody else if they want to go i'm just like i'm gonna go and yeah yep yeah. I'm, I'm the same type of traveler, too. That's why I kind of like to travel alone, because I go when it's I want, so good. eat when mm-hmm. I want, wake up when I want. Well, see, then we'd probably be the best travel partners, because then we'd never see each other. But then maybe, like, at dinner, be like, hey, what are you doing for dinner Exactly. Tonight? You want to eat? You want to eat? Or, yeah. Exactly. We totally would. Or, like, see each other in passing. I was like, yep, I just drank a whole bottle of champagne at the pool. I got to go for a nap, girl. I'll see you later. And I'll be like, I'm going on a hike. Yeah. You know, we'll meet up for dinner. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Oh, man. So, um, you know, Jermaine, so before we wrap the episode, where can people find you? More about you, about your art, about yes. your podcast. Um, well, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Jermaine Nichols. You make That's it so easy. really easy. Jermaine with a G. <laughs> Jermaine with a G. Like St. Germain, but with an E at the end. Like St. Germain liquor. You know what I mean? Yes. Everybody drinks that. A little elder flower in their uh, La Marca. There's also St. Germain. It's a, like a, a down-tempo trip hop group from the 90s that's just a little random okay factoid but yes germaine g-e-r-m-a-i-n-e yes that's your first name nichols is my last name and that is my instagram and then at ascended queens that's also if you if you just look in the bio of my instagram it's right there too yeah Yeah. it's all the things are there or there's a link tree but my link tree is a little crazy right now because i've been really big on like uh, adding a lot of information in terms of social justice stuff where people can donate, uh, where people can sign petitions, uh, just adding a lot of information of where you can go, what you can do, things like that. So 
all of my content in terms of my own personal stuff of my link tree it's there it's just at the very bottom so keep scrolling and you could just yeah just go through it all honestly go through it all sign those petitions call those numbers send the emails do what you gotta do you know what i mean yeah Yeah, because that's and also the ascended queens what i love about that podcast is how you like you just it's it's so refreshing because you don't ignore it. You're not saying like, we're not going to talk about these topics. No. You're just more so talking about like, how do I main, how do I keep showing up for myself and the people in my life mm-hmm. that I love yes. as a black woman? Mm-hmm. And how can I help my friends who might not have any idea? Or how do I just do me without feeling like completely drained and dragged? Right. So like, this is just the surface of yeah. Jermaine Nichols. There's so much more. And you have about, what, 25 or so episodes of Ascended yes, Queens now? 20, we hit 25 this last time when we put our episode yeah, out. So, so we're like tomorrow, in the same Yeah, tomorrow yes. will be actually, tomorrow is a new episode. Okay. So that will be our 26th episode. Um, yeah, we're just right here with you. Yes. Uh, and I do love my podcast, too, so I do hope you guys check it out because, um, obviously, like I said, I do speaking and all those things. Like, sometimes I get people to hire me to do those things. Sometimes I make my own event, but... I wanted to give myself also to my own place to have a voice yes. whenever I want, mm-hmm. however I want. I don't have to like stick to any guidelines. No. I can say whatever the fuck I want. It's amazing. It's Uncensored. Just, yeah. It's just me. <laughs> and you're helping so many people. You know, you might not believe it. I, I, I like yes, there, yeah. there are way more people listening than just your mom and your sisters. You right, know, you're right. Like your friends and just people who randomly look up and find you and that know you from being a model or know you from being a makeup artist. But you also have all these other layers to you. This is true. I've actually gotten discover. some really awesome emails from people over the, the last few years and some that just like really, like I have made my heart cry. Like, oh, you guys, yes. like people who follow me, like you have no idea. Like I, it's so sweet. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everything. Like I appreciate you guys so much for having me on your show. Um, and Obviously, if you guys are listening to this podcast and you haven't come to the treatment, what's wrong with you? I know. Thank you. We didn't have to. We didn't pay her to say that. No. <laughs> Jermaine has come off. Because yes. I swear to God, your skin will love you for it. Whenever I have model freakout moments, because I've had many of them, mm-hmm. like I actually spent all last year with, like for whatever reason, I think I was just dating somebody crazy. That was my problem. Yeah. Because then once that person exited my life, my all of a sudden I didn't want to break out in hives anymore. So that was great. Yes. Wow. Stress. That might be Stress. the factor. Yeah. But that mitt mask did save my life, though. Yeah. I'm going to chop that and flip that and yeah. make a song out right. of that. <laughs> and Jermaine Mitt Mask saved you. my life. That's going to go on your greatest hits. Yes. Along with your other mottos and taglines. Oh, yeah. Well, Jermaine, thank you so much you are for blessing so our podcast. Yes. And make sure you guys to check her out. Jermaine Nichols, N-I-C-H-O-L-S is how you spell her last name. She's on Instagram. Her podcast is Ascended Queens. And um, we can't wait to see you back here so you can get your derma sweep on. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Because the last time you had it, you were glowing. Oh, my. Well, my skin, I mean, it might be glowing because it's always oily. But it's definitely, it, I haven't had a facial or something. I've been trying to scrub it out myself at home. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we'll take care we'll of take you. We'll take you out into the garden. Sure. We have the oasis outside. Oh, we have man. the outdoor services yeah. with a fresh ocean breeze. So Great. Thank you so much, Jermaine. And um, take it easy, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.